This week's show, we will be discussing the current events uh, regarding the Democratic Party, how there's been a little bit of news here and there regarding what's going on in DNC, in the leadership, as well as what I would like to talk about is what Hillary Clinton is doing. She's going around promoting her book, but she keeps ignoring the some of the facts of what happened and trying to pin the tail on, on everybody else other than herself regarding her losing the election with Mr. Bob Hayes. He has been a guest on a show before. He's been involved with the Democratic Party. Before we start, Bob, can you tell us, uh, are you still involved with the Democratic Party as of now or after what happened with, with Bernie? Yes, I I go to the uh, Lawrence County chapter. We have a, a chapter here in Lawrence County. And it's actually, it's always been kind of a small, struggling chapter. But now in the last, I'd say, in the last year since the coming of Mr. Trump, it seems like there's more interest in it, more people showing up for it. I don't know if I could give you an exact number of people, but I see more people at the meetings than I used to. You know, we used we did for a long time. Well, let's talk about that. A couple of weeks a couple of weeks ago, they had elections in different parts of the country, and it was reported that there has been an increase of voting as well as a turnaround from the electorate voting more Democratic than Republican. Can you give us your impression of what happened? Well, I think that people, you know, that the people who are strongly Democratic, and you, whether, you know, we do say, it, uh, you know, it's a known fact that uh, Democrats actually receive more votes than Republicans did. It was, you know, there's been a lot of uh, gerrymandering and all kinds of things that, that you know, it's not as, it's, it's, you know, things like that are happening. But I would say that uh, people are kind of upset and they're very concerned about uh, some of the pro programs of, you know, Mr. Trump, what he's saying he's going to do. He's, you know, he's talking, uh, he's going to do, there's a big tax cut bill they're trying to pass right now. And a lot of people are worried about what that's going to do. Even some conservatives or wor- Republicans are worried about that, if you know what I mean. And um, they, so it's, uh, I think what you'd say is that there's a, uh, you know, a number of people are wanting to get out and vote and say, hey, maybe, you know, and the, and the divisions that occurred between all the Clinton and Sanders people and other people who were there, they seem to be more concerned about, you know, I, th- I think there are there are some Democrats that are very concerned about, or even independents and some Republicans, that, you know, Mr. Trump is feels like he's got a, a national mandate when actually he he got a plurality, not a majority. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And uh, so there's a, I think there's concern about him, and that's one reason why more people are voting. This race nearby Alabama is pretty interesting to watch. Uh, my my initial feeling is that uh, probably the Republican will win, but I look how desperate Mr. Trump is. He is really getting desperate down there. Although, you know, it would be interesting if uh, if uh, Mr. Doug Jones won. But even if he doesn't, that's the Republican Party seems to be very, very scared. Especially the Trump supporters seem to be very, very frightened that they're going to lose that seat. They're putting out a lot of, you know, you see, you, you see a lot of desperation. But now, my 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 feelings are that that probably more win. But at the same time. His, his people, uh, the people supporting Mr. Trump and that faction of the Republican Party is getting pretty, 
that they're acting and talking very desperate, if, you, if you've noticed that. So uh, in the last couple of weeks, we, we saw a win in Virginia. And where else did the Democrats win that people didn't expect for them to win as much? Yes, that was true. The Virginia win was pretty, pretty impressive. And other races, it seems like, you know, some smaller, you know, some some urban urban elections and other elections that the people are kind of there's a natural movement back toward the Democrats, and that maybe I think that reflects it. That you know, I think the issue may become Donald Trump eventually. But uh, if you if, if you listen to this. Uh, his speeches and his, like his attacks on the man in Alabama, that's a sign of a desperate man. You know what I mean? So, but you, you really think that Roy Moore could win? There's a good chance he will. That's Alabama. And there is a good there is a, there is a chance. Don't get me wrong. I personally gave a little money to Mr. Jones, but, uh, but I wouldn't, we'll know in a few days, won't we? <laughs> but Alabama is a strange state because this is the same state that passed uh, gay marriage before everybody else. So are they as so-called backwards as people would say, or there's still a progressive strand of people from Alabama that most people are not aware of? Well, I, I it's it's my opinion that uh, that you know that I, I, I don't want to sound. I've got family from Alabama. A lot of my father's family were from Alabama, but uh, I do know that they, they're they very concerned about, you know, there is a strong, what I call a Christian right or social conservative movement down there and has been around for a long time. And I think this is going to be, this is going to get, this is going to be an interesting race. I'm, I'm kind of expecting the race to be fairly close, but I do think that the uh, Republican Party it nationally is spending a, they don't particularly like, not all the Republican Party, but a sizable number of it, they don't particularly like Mr. Moore, but they're, they really feel like they don't, they do not want to lose that seat. And I think that's, that's why he turned and he made a pretty, I can't quote it exact, pretty strong attack on Mr. Jones just recently, who, who's an interesting man in himself. He, Mr. Jones, when he was a younger man, Voted often voted Republican, but he has changed, and you know he's changed his. He's become more of a traditional Democrat, and I don't. I don't know. I, I but I don't know. I'll be pleasantly surprised if uh, Doug Jones wins. I'll be ha very happy, but I'm I'm not holding my breath. If you know what I mean, <laughs> I just know how Alabama has been in the last few years. And but it is amazing. I've been down in Alabama a couple of times. I went. And I actually met Mr. Jones. I went to a few rallies. He is attracting people, and like the rest of the country, Alabama Democrats seem to be getting very excited and wanting to come out. You know, in elections. And I was down in Muscle Shoals, Florence area, and went to a rally just a few weeks ago. And they had a good-sized crowd there. You know, people, the Democrats took a, you know, took a shellacking in the last election. Not not as bad as they think, but a number of Democrats now are starting to get very interested in, you know, in the elections now. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I, I'm not going to make a fearless prediction, that, but I'm, if, if, I'll be very pleasantly surprised if Mr. Jones wins. It could happen, you know.
It could happen. We'll find out. We'll know in just a few days. I don't I don't know as much about Alabama election laws. I know they have early voting. I haven't studied any trends on that lately. Are people turning out in big numbers to vote early? You know, things like that. Well, let's talk about the, the DNC as a whole. Is it true that they're having financial troubles or that they don't really fundraise all the way until major elections? What is happening right now, and are they going to survive this last? It, it just There was a report today on Democracy Now! that said that individuals who are running as Democrats who are fundraising themselves won and have been able to do better than the people who tap into the Democratic Party for support. Is that true? I, I can't say that, you know, I'm, you know as an, it's just somebody that follows the elections. I do know personally, I get a heck of a lot of letters asking for money uh, from the, you know, from Democratic candidates, especially for senators. I've got one from, of course, even the little scandal leaders. I got them from all Tammy Duckworth, Al Franken, Tammy Baldwin, you know, people, a number of Democrats, some of them I don't really know, asking for money. You know, they're, they're soliciting. I've never seen so, I've never gotten so many letters. I can't. I'm just a, I'm a retired, I'm just a retiree <laughs> on a fixed income. I can't give to all of the money that they, you know, they send to me. And other people tell me they get the same thing. They're getting a lot of letters asking for individual candidates. The Democratic Party, I don't know how they're doing in their congressional campaign and their Senate campaigns. I haven't kept up with that. I, I personally have contributed to both of them, but um, I don't know. It's... But almost every day I get a letter, every few days, a letter requesting money. That's just my personal, you know, way I, it's affecting me. And, you know, some people, I hope it's not going to burn some people out because, but people are pretty hot and bothered about a lot of things now. There's Mr. Mr. Trump making attacks on certain people. Uh, you know, he was, uh, I think, former president. Uh, Carter said it back in the last election. You have two fairly un unattractive and unpopular candidates running against each other. That was Mr. Clinton and Miss, Miss, Mrs. Clinton and um, Mr. Trump. People are starting to, you know, I think they're wanting that, that there's, there's, there's concern, there's fear. There's a lot of fear of Trump, Mr. Trump. I, I know that. And these, and these people are making donations, but now we'll have to see what it's going to be like, you know, as the as the upcoming elections next year get closer, uh, you know, because, you know, that's, that, I think there is a lot of concern about that. There's also issues like gerrymandering. A lot of people are looking at that. How can they change this? Because, well, that's, that's pretty scary. With all due respect to Hillary supporters, isn't she making a fool of herself going around saying that it was everybody's fault other than hers that she lost? Like, I know she won the popular vote, but it was pretty clear that she didn't appeal to the majority of the population like some other candidates. And now, instead of retrieving and kind of moving on, now she's, she's like stirring up the pot, bringing up that everybody else failed other than her. Doesn't that make the Democrats look worse, especially after the release? I don't think, I, I don't, I, I'll be honest, I don't think, I don't think it helps her future. Uh, if she has a, you know, this is like, how old is she now? She's in her 70s, you know, and I don't know how long people will, you know, be, be jumping up and down. A lot of people that voted for Hillary Clinton, just like a lot of people that voted for Donald Trump, 
voted against somebody. A lot of them didn't like Hillary. I mean, and, you know, they voted against, they voted for Trump because they couldn't stand Hillary. And I think that's the Trump people made an issue out of that. And then a lot of uh, Trump people, a lot of of other people, Trump scared them. So they voted for Hillary. So there's, and I think what she's doing, it's not helping her cause at all. I don't think, although I can't, I cannot imagine her trying to seek the presence. I may be wrong. I've heard people, Republicans say it, and I've heard even if, I haven't heard many Democrats say it. I've heard Republicans say that, that she's going to run again, but I find that kind of hard to believe. Years ago, Thomas E. Dewey ran, gave, ran a very good race against Terry Truman in 48, but it didn't end up him running again after that. You know, he, and, I, and at Hillary's age and a lot of things, I think there's going to be some younger, newer candidates appear on the scene. You know, it's uh, I can't imagine people just going back to Hillary Clinton again. It, that's just my own opinion now. And Bernie Sanders' age is probably going to work against him. You know, he's how old will he be? Close in his you know late seventies by then. You know, and it would be a very bitter thing. I think they'll probably and there'll be some serious issues that I think whatever we say about Trump is. Is, is you know about the taxes and tax reform, and there's a lot of fear of what Trump's tax proposals will do. I don't know if Trump realizes it, but a lot of the people he wants to have office appoint to office, there's very likely to be some political corruption charges come up, and that's gonna. And I think within two to four years, that's gonna come out in his administration. A lot of Democrats and the Democrats, a number of independents, and maybe within. The next four years, wanting something different from what they're getting. You know, that's. Uh, I remember this last time. I even people I know that voted. Well, this county voted heavily for Trump, but I think a lot of them maybe get get pretty discouraged when they find out he's he's not a panacea. A lot of them want him to work. They really want him to. They want him to succeed. They don't want him to fail. I think they're gonna. I think he's really bit off a lot more than he can chew. That's just an old. Tennessee expression. <laughs> Who do you see um, coming up as Democratic leaders that might have a chance either for the presidency or uh, in the midterm elections when you have uh, people running for Congress and Senate? Well, I can see some Democrats, if their party gets together, I can see them gaining back some seats. You know, it's going to depend on uh, to get what they're working and the issues they're going to run on. Uh, there are some things that, that is scary. That's going to be very scary. Uh, Trump gets a look. That's where Trump scares me most is on foreign policy. He's going to be doing some things that could be could be very tragic for America. Look over. I look at the situation in North Korea with North Korea, and this could become a very serious situation because a potential a potential war there. I'm certain the majority of Koreans don't want to see, you know, South or North, you know. There's, you know, there, there's, it's, we have, uh, this is just my opinion, things are pretty, you know, this is a scary time. That's my opinion. What I can say about that, it's kind of scary. We'll find out in the next year. I'm, I noticed locally in Tennessee, although the Democrats have taken a lot of shellackings, there is some interest in candidates running for office in Tennessee. There's, you know, it's it's an uphill battle, but I I see a number of people willing to, you know, having an interest in politics. But it's going to be, 
you know, things in Tennessee are going to be kind of a, an uphill battle. I can tell that. You know, it's um, they've been sort of Republicans have been gaining back, gaining a lot over the last few years, and it's not going to it's not going to go away. If you know what I'm saying. Do you see any chance of uh, Representative Joe Kennedy the uh, third running for president? I haven't heard much about that. That's something to think about. I, I don't know as much about Joe Kennedy the third. That's he, he does he represents in the New England area? Am I right? Does he Massachusetts? Yes, and he's very charismatic. He's very um, well spoken regarding progressive issues. To me, I would think that only someone of that caliber, part of that dynasty, would be able to um, to face someone like Trump. Because no matter how much people are worried about Trump, he's pretty much kind of set himself apart and, and kind of hunkered down on the presidency. Um, you know, when you say that he has a mandate, it sounds a lot like um, George Bush, um, when he was saying that he had a mandate and he was... People gave him a second chance because he needed to finish what he started, and that was the Iraq War. So far, he hasn't started a war. Uh, we're thankful for that, but he has uh, done a lot against the environment, a lot against um, institutions that are protecting us from, from harm. He's gutting them. So I'm very concerned myself, and we need someone who we need someone who can actually enumerate the the benefits of having a progressive in in power because that's really the problem like um hillary has been saying that somehow people didn't want a, a obama 2.0 with her and that maybe because obama failed when they saw her he failed in some issues when they saw her they didn't want a vote for her because she could be like him and instead of saying um these are the things that he did well and i would do the same or even more, uh, what really happened is for a lot of us, she was indistinguishable from the status quo. And although some of us still hold some respect for Obama, he did fail in a lot of ways and did not walk away from a lot of the warmongering. So people who who know her and how she was involved in, in supporting regime change in the different parts of the world and uh, some of the ties that she has with uh, big corporations, stuff like that. We didn't need uh, Assange revealing the the stuff from from the DNC, the emails, to push us over the edge. We already had a lot of questions about her, and now it turns out that, that some of the issues with with Hillary that a lot of us think are are true might not even be true because they they were pushed by Bannon and one of his friends wrote a book against Hillary. And a lot of their conspiracy theories have become popular knowledge. I, I I feel manipulated in a lot of ways, either from WikiLeaks, the Trump um, branding of her, the stuff that Bannon did way before. But then there's still issues with her, her behavior and, and the way that she ran her campaign. That's the problem. Is like people are disillusioned with with Democrats to a certain point. I think they are. I think there's a lot of. There's a lot of people that are kind of disgusted with both parties. I think there's a a lot of folks, and that's what's kind of scary. And you think what you might, or I, what I sort of think could be bad for the whole country is a lot of people just quit voting. And I think that's uh, that's you know that's going to just make the worst worst. You know, 
Well, and that's the problem. If, if people give up, then, of course, we have the situation that, that we're on right now. But the problem that I had a, long, a while back, even when Obama ran, is that you become an accomplice to whoever wins if they do torturing of prisoners, if they do killing of Americans through, through drones, if they start wars with countries that had nothing to do with whatever, or when they bomb civilians, when they, you start wondering if in some sense you are responsible for whoever is in office. So I know that for young people, that is a struggle. I don't know about other people who they think about their pockets instead of the environment. You know, people were saying that the reason they voted for Trump is because he was a almost like a third-party candidate because he was a, a maverick and he was non-Washington. I even heard a, a, a gentleman at the farm where most people are progressive saying that voting for Trump was equal to voting for Bernie because he was so... That, that's what he said, and, and people went ballistic because it was the sense of uh, he's so such an outsider that either one would uh, throw a, a wrench in the system. And it's like, yeah, he's throwing a wrench in the system by destroying the system as compared to trying to replace it with something else or fix it. And that's really the issue is that people are not able to discern between good third-party uh, candidates or outsider candidates and just people who pretend to be um, outside and they're actually friends with all the corporations and all the people who are running the show anyway well this is i can i can agree with that feeling it's it's a it's it's sometimes there's very hard ways for people to vote uh, and a lot of us are we we have what they call a you know although it's not constitutionally sanctioned necessarily we have what they call a two-party system and do you want this one or that one? You know, it's that, and that's what the choice people, many people, they never think about voting for a third party. They think about this one or that one. And a lot of the political parties don't like that. You know, they, 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 you know, that's just the way it is. And, uh, that, you know, that kind of discourages a lot of people. Well, I don't want to vote for either one of them. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, that, and, and Republicans generally try to, try to keep in a way, even in the, I was thinking about one state in the union, believe it or not, it's Nevada, that has a none of the above option. And the Republican Party in Nevada has been trying to get that repealed for years. You know, uh, they don't like the idea that you can, you can just say, I don't like anybody. They, they don't want people voting that option. You know what I mean? So they want them to say either Democrat or Republican or just don't vote. And that's the options they give us. And uh, that's very concerned about that. You know, support the person to vote, not the above if he or she wants to, you know. So so after your experience uh, being a delegate in um Supporting Bernie, do you like what makes you stay involved with the Democratic Party? Uh, as people and including yourself might be a little disappointed with what's going on. 
Well, I go to, you know, I, I attend the local meetings. I know people in the meetings, and there are people I know that are good people, and they, uh, the ones I know that go to the meetings. And, but, you know, I don't, I go and I, you know, I try to keep up with what's going on, but, you know, uh, it's just a way to learn about things. And most of the people, they're good pe- Most of the people that go to these meetings are caring people. And I'm glad to see that they, you know, they do have a, they do care about it. You know, at least they're just caring. Um, and I tend to vote democratic in most local elections when I can. You know, but um, it's, uh, you know, it's, but it is, there is some, you know, but I think just the idea of hoping that one party or the other is going to be your savior, I don't think much of that idea. I think we need to make, you know, sometimes make choices, you know, make our own choices and speak up. It doesn't matter what party you're in. I think a person needs to think for themselves. That's my opinion. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. Um, hopefully we can uh, talk to you uh, in the next few months and, and see what else is happening. Hopefully, you know, just for our internet audience, have you heard anything about the impeachment proceedings against Trump? You know, I'm now in Houston, and one of our representatives uh, started the impeachment process and there's been silence, nothing regarding it. Did it just die off, or did anybody ever bring it up again? I heard about it. I was eating in a little restaurant here in Lawrenceburg. I believe it was Sunday, and I saw, I believe the program is called Move to Impeach. Have you seen that ad on TV? I saw an ad in paper of impeachment. That was the first time I'd seen that, and... uh you know, I think some. It'd be, I'd be very interested to find out if people are signing that petition yet. Now, some people would say, "Well, let's let's maybe it's too early to start doing that." But the fact that some people are moving to do it this early, I'd like to know more about who is promoting that because that's a, that really surprised me. I thought it would, you know, you might have that in the next few years, but I didn't know it was happening so soon until I saw that ad on television. And I've been, I met today to go to the internet and look it up, but uh, I didn't get a chance to. It's, that's kind of a shock to me, you know? <laughs> well, maybe we can do another show about it, but uh, it was uh, Representative Al Green of Houston that started talking about impeachment, and then he got attacked, uh, racially charged emails and death threats, and then there was another Democratic uh, congressman that supported him. So I don't know what happened, but um, we'll look into that ad and we'll possibly do a show on that. But um, again, I want to thank you for your time. Um, and I did understand that Representative Steve Cohen favors impeachment. You know. Yes, I, I think that's the one that supported Al Green. But um, uh, it's crazy that um, nothing has happened. Like it's just sitting there. So. Uh, and we're waiting on the Mueller uh, investigation to go through. Um, do you feel that any of Donald Trump's um, like people have any credibility? They keep saying that they can't remember talking to the Russians and they can't remember. 
how does that look in the eyes of the American people? Or, or are we so worn out from the lies and made up stuff from Trump that we don't even notice when other people are lying and, and making stuff up? Well, like, that's going to be an interesting point. I don't know. I really wish I, you know, that's going to be a very interesting point to find out because as time rolls on, people are going to get very suspicious. Uh, you know, more people will get suspicious. They want to know things. I'm not so sure that all the charges made about Trump are necessarily true, but the fact that a lot of people are willing to talk about it is kind of different. Now, sometimes, you know, we can, we can pull out things that may not, we'll fight, we'll have, you know, there'll be some investigations on this. There's got to be after all these charges, but I don't, I will find out as time proceeds, I guess. Okay, wonderful. Well, again, thank you for your time, and we hope to talk to you soon. Have a good day.